excusable? <laughs> That's in there. Hi guys. Hey. This is last. Going. It's fine. Let's keep going. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I'll kind of break us from the heavy. Yeah. How are you guys? How's it going? So we talked a little bit last week about where you're on a better schedule. Yeah. So this bet by better schedule, I mean it'll either be Wednesday or Thursday. Don't 100 percent know yet. Uh, it'll depend on his schedule and the baby and that type of yeah. thing. Which is just that we want to make sure that you know we're gonna get one out a week. Yes. So. Um, and it should be Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so if you don't see it Wednesday, prepare for it on Thursday. Um, so this is going to be a little bit of our schedule. I guess mm -hmm. I'll kind of give you a rundown of the, what's coming up in the next few um, episodes at least. Um, sorry, my child is waking up, so we'll see if I get to stay in here. Um, this episode we're going to start in Genesis and kind of hit on some notes um, and just kind of have a conversation back and forth about yep. it. I would like to bring up a couple of different notes um, between translations of um, particularly the story about Adam and Eve, um, but we'll kind of go in through Cain and Abel um, mm -hmm. and talk about that um, from creation to Cain and Abel. Um, I also have a little bit of a um, article to read to you guys. I'm not going to read the whole article to you, but I will read a good chunk of it, and then we'll have a conversation about it. That's a little bit heavier, so it'll be kind of at the end, and then we'll break it up um, with something. We'll find something funny to talk about, I'm sure, at the end. Um, so, yeah. You ready to jump in? Yeah, let's go. All right, so creation. We all kind of know the story of creation. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to recap what creation is and the days and that type of thing? Yeah, I mean, well, to just the general, obviously, I think everybody, you know, from the beginning of everything, anytime they think about creation, they talk about, you know, God used the seven days of the week to, you know, do something every single day. Right. You know, and then on the seventh day, he rested. You know, that's that's the general theme that everybody always goes with. Mm -hmm. Um you know, one day he creates man, one day he creates the animals, he creates the seas, the lands, whatever. Right. You know, stuff like that. Um, that's always been, like, the, like, the cookie cutter, this is what creation's gonna be. Right. From the beginning of time, you know. Right. So, um, but we'll, 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 we'll talk about that and then we'll get into some more interesting theories about right. how creation worked. Yeah, so I'm just going to give you a general rundown of the days and why they're important, yeah. and then we'll kind of break it up a little bit more. So on the first day, we created, God, I said we, God created um, light in, in the first morning, the day and the first night. Um, so that was day one, created light um, and darkness. Well, there was already darkness, so he created light. Right. It created the night and day, if that makes sense. Yeah. The next, he created the heavens and the water, so he separated the sky from the earth, uh, which we'll touch on in a minute, so that's day two. Mm -hmm. 
Um, day three, he created land and ocean. So he created a separation of the ocean and the land. Next, um, on day three, he created seed-bearing plants, like all of the fruit, all the trees, all the grass, all that type of thing. On the next day, he had a separation from day and night. So he had the stars um, and the sun um, do different things. You know, right. the, then, that, so that was day four. Um, day five... He created all the fish in the sea and the birds of the air. Mm-hmm. Day six, he generated life, which is cattle, reptiles, wild animals, all kinds, and bugs. Um, on that same day, um, he said, let us make human beings in our image, make them reflecting in our nature so that they can be responsible for the fish in the sea. And all the beasts, and etc., etc. Mm-hmm. Make them godlike, um, reflecting in God's nature. That was the sixth day, and on the seventh day, God rested. So, let's talk about it a little bit. That's yeah. our first. Sorry, guys, we're listening to my child because he may or may not be waking up. Um, mm-hmm. So, this may be a um, start of a conversation and then a restart um, yeah. to just be patient with this. Um, kids doing acrobats um so sorry but so when you were taught about creation Mm -hmm. was it ever brought up to you that the day six the human beings plural was ever a thing no i i think in my head like i always was just taught that you know god created adam and you know that was what that was and then after that you know came Eve and all that. Like, right, that's what I was always taught. Right. I I think as I grew up, though, it just didn't make sense. When you read it on your own, yeah. it says he created human beings on day six. Yeah. Um, and then you always have the, let's go to the evolution argument. Right. Evolution can't, you can't prove evolution because it is a theory. Creation has never been a theory. Um, creation has always been taught as yeah. fact. Um, and I will continue to call it fact because it is, (laughs) but also because everybody can agree that there was a starting point. Something made it go into motion. Yeah. My argument for straight up evolution that we came from this big bang is where did the first atom come from? Everybody agrees there had to be a creator, a creation of sorts. Creation we, we, is yeah. correct. We know how basic science works. Nothing can't come from nothing. Right. You have to have all of the elements in place. Um, so something or somebody had right. to put it there. Um, and I think that science, that's where science has the question. That's why evolution will always be a theory, is that they cannot right. explain it. Um, Darwin himself said an eyeball can't evolve from nothing. Um, an eyeball is too complicated to evolve. It can have evolutionary traits where if you're always if generations are living in darkness then the blind the the light would blind them even if your first generation could see in light if that makes sense they will change um that evolutionarily speaking will change um but the eyeball itself won't evolve from nothing there's a difference between adaptation and evolution right like your body is going to adapt to the things that 
that your is, body and well and, and your body uh, the generation if you make it generational it makes it evolution right um because and the species will adapt through yeah. through evolution right um but yes so christians and I've always got this hang up with people who believe in evolution um, as that they are completely wrong because they right. they hone in on the weak thing and then you have like it's just a week it's six days it's exactly six days it's you know um, what we think of six days as being right. um, especially in modern terms six right. days however um, yeah. six days has never always been six days you know we've changed our calendar we've changed how weeks work yeah. Days, you know, we've had day and night, so I think that's different. Right. Um, but, you know, I think the terminology, as we know, has changed throughout the years. Yeah. Um, and there's no specification between how long in between the days were. It just was day one, day two, day three. But if I'm editing a podcast, day one of editing might be Monday, day two might be Thursday. So... It's still day one and day two, but there's no amount of time in between that's ever specified. Right. Um, I think... Oh, I lost my train of thought there. Um, no, yeah, it's it's like, it's again, we always hear the term time is relative. Yes. And we always hear, you know, it, it, hear how things can be different for other people, like the way time runs. It's always going to be a debate. Like, mm-hmm. um, obviously... As Christians, we we know how we how it works. Like God exists outside of time. Right. He's not. He's a, he's a, he's not in our time frame. But it's it's still like hard to explain and hard to fight it when people want to be like, "There's no way he did that all in like in like yeah. one week and all that." But you know, always there's going to be. Well, I don't even think it's that. I think Christians get hung up on the fact that they have to be right, right. and it has to be a week. But why? Like, I feel like, I guess my point is day one, day two, day three, etc. can happen in that order in, in a 24-hour time time span. But well, did he wait 10,000 years? We don't know. Does it matter? I don't think so. And I think Christians get hung up on that as being, as it has to be, otherwise it changes X, Y, and Z. But it really doesn't change anything. Right. If God waited 10,000 years between the dinosaurs and humans... Okay, great. Like, I I don't think that that changes anything else. Um, so I, I don't want to discount science. I do think that carbon dating, especially in, in recent years, has come a long way and can give us a general idea as to how long, um, how long ago these things took place. And if it was billions of years ago, I don't think that changes the idea of anything that God did. Right. You know? Because again, like I said. Time was relative right, to yeah. him. And, and again, he. He got wa- tired of watching the dinosaurs fight. And he wanted right. some people to fight. Yeah. Like it's it's possible that people always talk about how do you explain the date of the the age of the earth. And like, you know, mm-hmm. people want to get. Everybody says 10,000 years. It can only be 10,000 right. years. Right. Yeah. Young earth theory. Like, you know, people like to. Like scientists like to, you know, crap on young earth theory. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, you know. Because carbon dating is kind of proved against that. Right. But at the same time, again, you know, carbon dating could be, again... It's not a true science either. Right, exactly. It's, it can be wrong. It, 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 it's happened the, before. The woolly mammoth, the front right. of it was however many billions, and the back of it was however many... I, yes, yeah. it can be wrong. So, um, but at the same time, like, again, like I said before, God is, a, is an entity that lives outside of our time frame. He's not, he's not subject to 
earthly time. Yeah. So he could have created it to be like, okay, while this is going on, there's actually like billion, millions and billions of years passing by. Right. In, in a, like that. In a blink of an eye for us. Yeah. You know. We, we had no concept of, of what his earthly days were. No, and what he wanted them to be. Right. Um, so then my next point is going to be the sixth day where he creates the beast and the bugs and right. the blah, 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 and the humans in his image. Um, but I want to kind of point out two things with here, with this verse is made in our image, meaning plural. And I want to bring up, um, they, man, he created people, (laughs) multiple people, humans, depending on the the translation you go with. Yeah. That's the thing that'll get hung up. And I was looking at it as we're talking about it Mm because it'll say in some translations, it'll say, let us make man, Mm -hmm. let us... Uh, make or human beings or mankind yes which in general if you think about it for the most part if you take out the you know the gender exclusivity mm-hmm. of how things work nowadays mankind means both right mankind means everybody not just not just the gender of man right so like um but it does depend on where what you're reading like you know esv says man um you know king king james says man like uh esv or somebody says mankind it's 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 everything's different you know it's it's different translations but again like we talked about in the last episode translations have been so like wrong because of how much they just continually change as they go through different translations so i will kind of give we you and i have talked about it but just kind of something that i will mention again um I'm looking at the Jewish study Bible, um, which is will be the closest to Hebrew that we will right. know um, in modern day. Um, if you're looking at the Christian Bible, I will also pull King, J- uh, King James Version um, because that is the closest to Hebrew that the Christians have. And then just for general purposes, I'll use Message Version. So that'll give you three different translations of hopefully the same idea of things obviously the jewish study bible will have different um books of the bible once we get to them um and different um verses and that type of thing that we will talk about as we come across them um but the jewish study bible is going to be the closest to the correct um translation of the original text that we have um and then, you know, King James will be the closest that the Christians have. It's actually a pretty good translation from what I can find, um, given when it was translated, what the tools that they had at the time. Um, right. So, yeah, while I don't like King James because of the these and the thous and the... It's right. difficult. It is a pretty good translation. Um, and you've got to remember that words change meaning yeah. um, over time. Uh, names are different, which is something that... I found out recently that there was really only like 15 names for a good chunk of history, which is pretty cool. Right. Um, I didn't, th- I didn't know that. I knew that names are, you know, derived from other names like, um, Jeshua, it was Joshua or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah, like even my name, Sean is derived from John. Right. Like it's, yeah, it's like, not, it's not like it's, it's yeah. I, I knew that they came from other things. I just didn't realize how few, you know, that right. was, and exactly. like, you know, um, and that type of thing. So, um, which one do you want to talk about first? The humans or the, um, the, the our image part? Uh, let's talk about our image. Okay. 
was that ever really talked about in church for you um, as the hour image, as in multiple? I, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard in... Yeah, I don't think I've heard that in a translation that I've ever had taught to me, yeah. Even yeah. going through, especially through Catholicism. Right. So the Jewish study, Bible, Jewish study Bible says God created humankind in his own image. Um, later on in the New Testament, which the Jewish study Bible I don't believe has. Um, no, yeah. I so, so I don't I don't know 100%, but it does talk, I believe, in John. I think it's John 1. Um, I can double check that real quick. Actually, please pause. John 1 says, in the beginning was the word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness compre comprehended it not. So, both the Old and the New Testament kind of you know, God was it. Like, that was... Yeah. You know, God was it. But different translations will say us and in our likeness. Yeah. Um, and they'll even say it in John verse as different. So I think that was the... Um, I'm going back to Genesis. Um, and I'm going to go to the message version. And it says... Um, let me double check exactly the translation um let us make human beings in our image and make them reflecting our nature so it can be responsible for the fish in the sea and etc etc and then john says the word was first the word present to god the word god present to the word the word was god in readiness for God for day one. So, again, we're, if we're talking about translations, how things change. King James was God, only God, God. Message version is God, our image, the word was with God. Like, it's yeah. more heavy set on separate people. And I think this goes into, like, when, we're, when we talk about different parts of Christianity, um, Southern Baptist believe that God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit were separate but equal. So Jesus was God's son, but was also God. Um, and the Holy Spirit was God, but also not God. I don't know how to, I don't know how to describe it because it never really made sense to me. Yeah. It can't, in my brain, my brain can't wrap around that they were three separate but the same because you can't have a father to his son that's the same person that, that doesn't make sense to me um god sent his son but his son can't be him <laughs> like it, that doesn't make sense to me you can't send yourself um yeah i mean it's it's i guess like i get it but at the same time I, it's like it's supposed to be all-encompassing so i mean you know we talk about the the trinity right so i mean i guess in theory the way that I was always taught was that yes, they're three separate people, but yes, they're also the same person. So it's like really confusing if you think Very about confusing. it. But at the same time, like it's almost just like you know. But yeah, I mean, 
they can exist all at the same time, but they can also exist away from each other. So one thing I've really like found, I guess that I've been really listening to that podcast, um, History in the Bible, he does a really big deep dive into Jewish culture, Jewish language that I am not smart enough to do. I would love to be able to do. Um, and I, so I'm going to quote him and use his research because that's the best way that I know how yeah. to do it. God, Yahweh, in the Jewish sense, never said that there weren't other gods. Otherwise, he would say, he wouldn't say, don't worship other gods. There were always other gods. There is one true God. Right. But there are other gods, lowercase g. Mm. Um, there's a specific verse later on that we will come to, and I don't know it off the top of my head. But he's telling Moses, um, in the you know that Moses never made it to the promised land. Again, we'll get into this later on for y'all, for people who don't know what we're talking about. Um, but Jesus, uh, um, Yahweh is telling Moses, these other cultures, which were the Canaanites, these other people are free to worship their own god, but you are not to worship their god. Right. You are to worship me. So he never. He never said that there wasn't other gods. Right. He's not saying that their gods are made up. Right. He's, he's just what saying, he's saying is I am the they're one not, god. Their gods are not, yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're not his made, to they're, worship. You know. Yeah. So that's always been something that, like, I've always, I don't want to say question because right. I've always believed in God, Jesus, and the Holy right. Spirit. And I think it's Mormonism that actually does separate them as three separate human beings. Not yes. human beings. There's... Three separate entities. Two se yeah. Three separate entities. And I've kind of agreed with that more than traditional, right. quote-unquote, Christianity. Yeah. Like, Because they encompass them, but they don't give credence to the fact that God's... So then, then, to me, it's not the same sacrifice. Because sacrificing myself is different than sacrificing my child. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. So, I, I think that they are separate. Um, they are equal. Right. I think that they can be separate and equal. But separate. Um, right. And I'm not trying to convert anybody to believe what I believe. Yeah. Um, that's just how it makes sense to me. No, yeah, it makes sense. It's just that, you know. And, but, like, people, like, try to connect and say, like, well, because it was going on at the same time, like, the God of the Quran is the same God in the Bible, which is not true. You know, it's too no, true. Well, okay. This is an aside, but we'll go into that. Because I feel like I'm kind of going to talk about this at some point. Yeah. Um, and I've kind of touched on this before. I love Greek mythology. Greek yeah. mythology is my thing. Um, I'm super into it. I have always seen the connection between Zeus and I don't. I'm still debating with between myself either Adam or God, and that'll be a, a whole nother Greek mythology. Will be a whole nother episode because there's a lot to it. Yeah. But Poseidon is very similar to Noah and Hercules and a Samson. These stories are so similar. But if you don't speak my language, yeah, and you have heard this, and you are not of the bloodline of Adam, which is what we'll go into next. If you are not of the bloodline of Adam, and you're dying in 80 years, and your granddad told you that this person was alive when he was alive, like when he was a kid, and he's looked the same, these are gods to you in your city. Right. Because... They've lived for 300, 400, 500 years. You're, you and your grandparents and whatever are dying off at 50, 60, 70, 80. The, the, the godlike 
stories make sense why they're being told the way that they are because yeah. they are the gods of their town because they don't understand yeah. I mean it's easy to see backwards does that make sense like you could see the bloodline mm-hmm. lived longer than other people but when you're living it that doesn't make sense it seems weird right. um so I'm using gods again as little g gods for Poseidon and that type of thing. Um, so I don't discredit them because I do think that they're talking about the same person or you know the same stories, but they're talking about it in the way that they know. Yeah. Does that make sense? I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just kind of because you know. The gr- I'm not trying to change your mind. I'm just telling yeah. you how my brain works. Because <laughs> well, my brain just goes to you know like. In the Quran, you know, in, in, in the in the Muslim faith, like, um, you know, Jesus is just like a is just like just a, a prophet, a, just a prophet like Muhammad the... is, but Muhammad's the great prophet, like right. So I'm not getting to the New Testament with that yet. Um, right. I'm just talking about the overall sense yeah. and I, the overarching, even between Islam and Christianity and Judaism, right. all all stem from the same I, idea. Right. Um, and but again, it could be. That, like those other religions that you know, God talked to Moses about, those other gods exist, but they're not the true God. Well, and I, I think when you talk about like Jesus is a prophet, Jesus was a prophet, kind of. Well, not, he was, the, he saying, was the ultimate prophet. Well, he yeah, was the I'm ultimate, not saying that he, he wasn't. No, yeah. I, I know that you're not. But again, like what we talked about last episode is that I can't fault the Jewish people for thinking that. Jesus was a nutso because he came in saying, I'm well, feeling yeah. all these, pro- all these prophecies and I am the end all be all. And you would look at somebody like that and go, you are crazy. I don't believe you. I don't yeah. understand. You didn't have technology. You had people with a parchment paper that was, you know, most, most of everything was vocal though. You know, going to town to town, Jesus rose from the dead. You ain't going to believe that person right. on a donkey going, he rose from the dead. You know, it's just, I, I can understand why it was questioned. I don't believe them, but I, I understand where I was questioned. So I don't think that they're necessarily not worshiping God because to them, they are still waiting for that prophecy yeah. to be fulfilled. Whether they're right or wrong about Jesus, I don't think that they're intentionally worshiping a different God. Does that make sense? I guess, but I, I just I think that it's possible that... I don't think that they're worshiping him correctly because they would have believed that Jesus was correct and lived. Right. And, you know, I they are not following his commandments and following Jesus. Right. But the God that they are intending to worship is the same God that we have. Because he's yeah, the I ultimate Yeah, I mean, it's possible God. that they were intending that, but it's possible that they were pushed to another because of somebody else. It could be. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I feel like there is more connection to other cultures. Yeah. cultures and other religions than what Christians give credence to. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, there's... Excuse me. There's definitely connections. I'm not saying there's not connections, but I, I think that what you're looking at is, like, you know, you're looking at the... Um, in terms of, like you said, with Moses talking to Yahweh, like, I think that you could explain those other religions... Or at least, like, people who try to say that, you know, Muslims and Christians worship the same God. You could say that in that passage, that almost lends the, the proof that that's not the case. Yeah, you can argue either way. Yeah. Um, I I took it personally as a... Oh, sorry, my child. Nope. No, what? What are you talking... What are you pointing at? 
Okay. I was pointing at the wine. What about it? Can I have it? Oh. I was, I was, trying, to it. I was trying to do it without, I, like... And he was moving, too. I, you were throwing me off. Just use your word. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, what were we just talking about? Oh, the different gods thing. Yes. Um, I I think I think where my where I'm coming from is I do believe that there's one true God. Mm-hmm. I also believe that there are other lowercase gods, and there's a couple of different senses of that. Right. Where the phone, the technology, the the relationship, the person, whatever, can be a little g god. Yeah. But there also can be other lower G gods that fulfill quote unquote miracles and healings and things like that. That does exist. We do see that um, in witchcraft, Wicca, that type of thing. There are supernatural beings that can create those same things because, again, we're going to go to the science thing. There's an equal and opposite reaction to things. (laughs) So where there's good, there's evil. Where there's you know, yeah. and we see that in the story of Moses when he's telling them these plagues are going to happen. They happen and they have these people coming in saying, look, I can recreate the same plague. They weren't calling on God to recreate those plagues. They were calling on the counterpart to mm-hmm. create the same thing. Um, and those little G gods, whatever they are, whatever you are placing in that i don't you know ball is brought up a lot in the old testament specifically the torah ball is a god that lower g god that the israelites were tempted by on multiple occasions the canaanites worshipped that to them that was the real quote-unquote god um that was performing quote unquote miracles and healings and da 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 for them to make them be able to believe in him. However, he was not real and Yahweh proved himself in those places. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think I'm talking myself into circles, but I just want to make a little aside here that, um, if anybody, uh, uh, ever wants to have me go into a music career that my uh, rap name is going to be little G God. <laughs> that's, uh, <laughs> That's all I could think about when you said "little G God." So, I, well, I just felt like I needed like like so the separation. If you're, ever, if you're ever out there and you see uh, a rap by "little G God," that's me. Um, but that's a little aside. No, I, I I get what you're saying. That like that those yeah that those separate entities could be what people have known as God. Right. That that's God to them. Yes. And again, we're not saying that our God. We're not saying that God isn't the one true God because He is. Right. We're saying that... I'm just trying to explain why people think the way that they think. Um, Because if there's a supernatural being like God, there's going to have to be other supernatural... Well, we we believe in the devil and Satan, whatever. Right. So, like, if God created the angels... Right. Which is what Satan was. Yes. He was a fallen angel. Couldn't there have been other fallen angels? No, there were. There was a whole army of them that was in there. And again, that goes... Again, those fallen angels... Could be Zeus, could be Poseidon, could I be I don't those, believe that. I'm, I'm just saying, that. like, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you want to say gods, you could take any god or any, like, religion's god and say, okay, maybe that was a fallen it angel. It could be. I think Baal was a fallen angel. Yeah. But I also, like, I, I guess with that, like, the fallen angels, 
it's going into God is omnipresent. Yeah. God can create a miracle here and elsewhere, um, which I can get into on a later episode. But the about God and His omnipresence. But the counterpart of that is when Satan, the devil, blah blah blah, Michael. You know, he's got lots of different names. Lucifer. Right. Um, there's lots of different names for him. Um, was sent to Earth with his angels. He is not omnipresent. He is no. else. You know, in lots of places. Um, so he has his demons, devils, whatever. Um, terrorizing people. Jesus cast out demons from the woman into the pigs. They, they existed. Um, those demons were real. They, they, they didn't disappear because right. Jesus went back up to heaven. They are real. Right. Um, I think possessions is hard. It's a hard thing and a way different topic and a whole different episode if you want it to be. Because right. um, you could also argue that that's the spirit of depression and anxiety and mental health and da-da-da. Um that's a whole nother topic because I can go way too in deep with that one. Yeah. Um, but the, the whole omnipresence of God, in co- it, that that's where it separates the one true God versus from the little G God. Is omnipresent God can be and and is everywhere at once, creating miracles and also, you know, His wrath. I mean, the same thing. His hate, where where he loves, he also has his wrath to the people who spite him. Um, and the devil works opposite. So, yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, that, that's where I am. I, I just, I feel like Christians get hung up on the um, whole thing about multiples. Um, yeah. Because you, when you talk to a non-Christian, you know... A lot of believers don't really know how to describe the God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit thing, and non-believers kind of get them there. Right. Um, and I think that we are just overcomplicating it. <laughs> I think yeah. that it can be that there were three. God had a son named Jesus Christ. Right. Um, and the Holy Spirit is the spirit that lives on earth. Right. That is the, the Holy Spirit is who... I don't want to use the word possession, but possesses people, you know, kind of to help you go and perform the healing touches and, you know, all of the spirits um, of the Holy Spirit that you are given when you become a Christian. Right. Can it separate but equal and we overcomplicate it and have to be right. Um and that's where I have issues, I guess. Right. With that. With, with that. Um you know, yeah, but that's God in our image. That's where well, I guess we'll right. kind of end with that with my whole tangent on that. Um, and then human beings, you never heard. I, we talked about this, right? Before. And again, like we said, this will come down to translations because a lot of some translations will say man, mankind, right? Human beings, man and woman, like you know, but if you're looking at it from, um, if you look at it from like a grammatical sense, he's saying God created man. He didn't say God created the man. Right. So singular. like <laughs> singular, like like, like or man. God created a man. Right. Like he's saying God created man. Right. So if you take that as a literal, like grammatical sentence, mm-hmm. that would mean he created man. Right. 
mankind. Mankind. So it, it, it's 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 hard to see that some people, you know, it, it, it yes, it's hard to see that you know it changes everything, you know, because if you think about it, everybody's thought, at least everybody who's been in the church, has thought it always was just one man was created, and then God created, you know, woman from, um, you know, from the rib. Obviously, that's how it's always yeah. been. Um, yeah. But. Um, it was just, I don't know, it's, it's definitely something that you get hung up on for sure. Yeah, so I, it's always been taught Adam and Eve were the first one. I was it. I was only Adam and Eve. Um, but I was always taught it was only Adam and Eve. It yeah. can only be Adam and Eve. There was nobody else. From a science standpoint, it doesn't make sense. You, that doesn't work. We've seen in breeding, <laughs> guys. We've seen the blue people. Um, it doesn't work. You right. can't have two people and create so many other people. I understand that God was involved in right. yes, you that, could. That, that's the thing that I think people could You could, you could, could argue, yeah. but I, it doesn't work. Right. Um, and and again, the Bible never says that he married his sister or he slept with his sister to create more people. That was never... And also, the garden was a place. Yes, it was a, it was a physical it, it was place a that they got cast out the of. The garden wasn't earth right the garden was a specific location yes and this is the thing that people scholars biblical scholars archaeological scholars try to find where the location of what and there in the jewish study bible gives a really a really distinct this depiction as to where it is unfortunately we don't we still don't know we have a general idea right. of where it is based off of other biblical texts yeah. but we have no idea for sure, where where it is. Right. Um, I mean, obviously, more than likely, it would probably be somewhere. We think towards the Middle East. I think that that's what a lot of it's in the Middle East. Yeah. But we don't know exactly where. Right. But um, I. But I think if you if you really pay attention again, well, let's look at grammar. Let's look at how things are described. Let's look at adjectives and everything <laughs> like that. It doesn't say that they were cast out from the earth. Right. They were cast out of the garden. So that means that outside of the garden, there's life. There is life. Well, and then we're going to kind of quickly into... Uh, let me touch on this real quick, and then we'll go into Cain and Abel. The next part, which is Genesis 2, says God... Then God looked over what he had created and didn't find anyone to talk to. I'm not... Obviously not quoting directly. That's ex But that's what it says, and I'll... I will find... I'm going to read the message version just because it's easier for me to read. Um... Right. I I will read you what it... Oh, I lost it. Sorry, guys. Um. And I know that a lot of people will say, just while you're looking for it, like a lot of people will say, um, I, it's something that's funny, because I remember when I, you first we first started dating, and you told me that you used the message version. A lot of people like to kind of put, like, no stock in the message version, just because of the fact that it's like a translated, paraphrased kind of it Bible. Is. No, it 100% is. at the same time, if you look up... The people that helped on this, I mean, there there were some big name theologians that helped on the Message Bible, yeah, and how it made and like and translated it to make it understand to make you understand what it is. What it is. So we're not just saying if you are a new believer, I'd start with Message one hundred percent. So here's the thing: I I go back and forth with it, okay, because sometimes I feel like if you start with the Message version, you might be getting more of an opinion based. Okay. I, idea. So 
I feel like starting with like a I think starting with like an easier translation is the way to go. NIV, like an NIV or ESV type thing. But when you're reading the message you gotta also you gotta make sure that you're there's room for human error. Yes. Oh very um, much. Because of the fact that it it's a modern day paraphrased translation of the Bible. Yeah, no when I um, read it, I'm mostly reading it just so it makes more sense right. than these and that in our conversational. Right. Um I do try to go back yeah. and read the other versions no, yeah, as yeah. well. But I definitely think, um, I just like to give that disclaimer because like, I know a lot of people, if they're listening to this, mm-hmm. if you are somebody who's like, you know, who grew up in the church, you'll, you'll know that the message Bible can sometimes be a little looked upon as, as like, you know, the black sheep and not necessarily like the one you want to be using right. from, but it was something that was backed by a lot of theologians and like research by theologians. So continue. I'm sorry. That's no, okay. I'm actually going to go to the King James Version because you said that. Um, because I, you're right. I probably should start there. Um, let, let me find exactly where I want to start. Okay. Um, so Generations 2 4 says, These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. And the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, and every plant of the field before it was in the earth, and every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground. But there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole earth the whole face of the ground and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils and breathed life and man coming a man becoming a living soul I'm particularly going to focus on the soul part Um, and then the message version says um, uh, um, so before you know before the rain da, 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 da. God formed man out of the dirt from the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. The man came alive, a living soul. Mm-hmm. I have always read that to mean, and that's the first man. And it very well be could be that Adam was the first man. I, I don't really want to argue whether he was the first or later on because I don't know the answer to that. But I will say he wasn't the only one. Right. Um, in other translations, it says that he was looking, God searched the whole earth for somebody. Oh, well, well later on, he searched the whole earth for a suitable partner for Adam. Couldn't find one, so he popped his rib right. out so and like made it, Eve. So there had to be other people right. he was looking God, at. God who created then, like, couldn't find somebody? Right. Like, like, uh, like right. hey, real quick, I, uh, I made man. But uh, I need to find somebody who's going to be... And he just searched, and he knowing searched he's empty, never made he, another man. He searched man. an empty planet for, right. for, for, another, for another person. So, no, come on, man. So this goes into <laughs> my whole soul theory, right. I think. Like, I, I, I... Man, cool. You know, Adam was the first man, and then he created mankind. What? I don't know why I made God sound like Sylvester Stallone. I'm going to just be honest with you. I just, in my head, I just automatically went to like, oh, hey. I don't know. So, but continue. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I'm not going to argue whether he was first in the middle or right. whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't really care. I don't think it matters. What I'm saying is there was other life. Right. Um, and science backs that. Right. There was a bloodline or a evolutionary line, I'm using quotation marks, where people had 
the abilities to be people. Um, yeah. <laughs> like they had, they they had thoughts. Um, right. You also had cave people who right. were or nomads that didn't have the capabilities of. They weren't much more than apes. They weren't much more of a right. than than an animal. Um, now we're gonna get into the Cain and Abel thing. This is where this comes into this theory. You know, Adam and Eve had Cain and Abel. What's interesting too, when God cursed them out of the, um, I know we're skipping over a big chunk, um, and I guess we could. We're already forty five minutes in, yeah. so I don't know. If I think I think you guys touch. know how it works. Yeah, I yeah. think you guys know what happened. They ate the apple. They got kicked out. Right. That's another little tangent I can go on um, about. You know, be. We'll go into that a different day. Yeah. Um, I'm going to touch on the Cain and Abel thing. We can come back to the yeah. this on a different topic. But um, anyway, they got kicked out of the garden. One of the curses was that man, Adam, was to work the work the ground. He was to be, he was to be that as she had to deal with childbirth. Um, <laughs> what's interesting that people never really talk about is why would that be a curse had she not given birth before? So she probably had other children in the garden. Um, they just didn't understand it as a sin necessarily. Like right. sex isn't a sin if you're married. Adam and Eve were married. Right. They were the first people yeah. to be yeah, married. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think that naked necessarily meant naked. I mean, yes, they were. They had to clothe themselves and whatever, and they felt ashamed. But why did they feel ashamed? Um, I feel like that more of the sin came from the doubt and the. Like the awareness, um, it's a tree of knowledge of good and evil. Right. So knowing that it's not, you know, closer sociable thing. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. But um, so they got kicked out. So that goes into the whole childbirth thing. So yeah, she had now she has pain during childbirth. So she could have had Cain and Abel in the garden, and they got kicked out with them right. or other children. Um, they also had Seth, Cain and Abel, sad Seth, no. I don't know. Yes, Seth. So, yeah, Seth yeah. came from Cain and Abel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from Adam and Eve. Um, those are the only three children talked about. They do say that they had daughters. Right. Um, but Cain killed Abel um, due to sacrifices. Um, one was pleasing to God and one was not. Um, Cain got jealous, killed Abel. Um, God got mad because Abel was the favorite and put a mark on him and sent him out so that other people wouldn't hurt him. Right. Why would he need a mark? If there weren't other people. Right. Well, yeah. Yeah. It didn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, I feel like that just further proves that there were other people. Um, right. Because, like, if, cause if, if, if there was only Adam and Eve, why would he have to mark Cain and send him out so that people know who he is and what he did if the people that are there were coming from Adam and Eve so they would know who It was Cain, his family. Right. That would be like, like your family saying, I'm going to mark you so your sister doesn't hurt you. Right. Yeah. Because they know that not to touch you. I feel like... Yeah. No, it wouldn't make sense. It yeah, doesn't like... make sense. So, um, and then it says that he went and took a wife of a certain tribe. Um, so, again, <laughs> he had to take a wife from somebody else. Yeah. But you've never were taught this, right? Like, we were talking about not, this before. I guess, I guess maybe, like, I wouldn't like necessarily like a... taught it. Maybe it was just kind of more like it was... 
brushed over. It, right. Like it was never it was never explained. It was just always one of those things that like right. Adam and Eve were the only two people. Sorry, case closed. Like it was, right. that was it. And then when you people would bring up the whole Cain and you know, Cain and Abel taking a wife, it was just like, eh, well, whatever. Like <laughs> married his sister, we just we brush over that in history. But that's not true. He didn't marry his sister. He went off and married somebody of another tribe that he really wasn't supposed to be marrying. And but that's how we get the Canaanites. <laughs> hey. I mean, where did they come from? There it is. And then the Canaanites worshipped Baal, um, right. which is interesting. But it goes on. Um, which makes sense because Cain's like, God, God said, like, I'm going to be marked for the rest of my life. So I'm going to be like, yeah, I'm going to go worship this dude. Right. Like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's 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 it. <laughs> I think that's a good stopping point, yeah, because I think it kind of gets you to... Um, think about a lot of the beginning times where a lot of people think it's just like this cookie cutter like this is what happened like people don't want to go deep no um, no definitely not and yeah. especially modern day Christians is they don't know how to argue because if you were to talk to I would love to talk to somebody um, that sings for Hillsong or Elevation. You know, these yeah. big-time people who are so big Christian. I would love to have that argument with them. Hey, if there's anybody that's listening to this podcast that goes to Elevation and, and like, or, like, or somewhere, Hillsong. like, or Hillsong, like, just, you know, message us, email us. I'm not calling all you dummies. No, we're not saying that. Not at all. I know plenty I just, of people that have gone to places like Elevation and Hillsong who are very... Superficial. Oh, I was gonna say that they are very knowing of the of the word and understanding oh. of the word. So like, <laughs> <Either way. laughs> so like, so like, they're not they're they're true believers, and they right. and they they have a brain. They're yeah. not just following what the trend is. Right. So not just, all of I them. I just feel like those big churches don't teach you how oh, to no, no, per. Like, definitely not. We talked about that last week. We you did. Know, it's 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 a hundred percent. They want you to. They want you to the. The prosperity gospel. Yes. They want you to feel good about yourself and post a, a Bible verse with a background, you know, on Sunday. And right. And so that that's that's the type of people that, you know, we see nowadays, but they don't want to get into the nitty gritty, you know, like. And if you're ever questioning your faith, do your research. Right. I, I think God will prove to you where he's true. I mean, I feel like. Like I said last episode, I don't, I've never questioned my faith. I believe that God is God. I think I've questioned what I've been taught um, and how true it is, especially because while you're growing yeah. up, you're reading the Bible, but you're reading this verse and right. this verse, and then that's it. Like, you're not reading the whole as as a whole, and right. you don't know the history behind what was going on and when it was written and how it was written and why this word means that. Because churches use it to push their narrative and their specific way of thinking and that's not always true um, right. and I don't think my way of thinking is always true yeah I just you know I feel like having a fuller understanding helps me strengthen the faith right I agree I think I think for sure that like um yeah like you I've, I've never questioned whether or not I believed I definitely think there have been times where I didn't feel as much of a presence in my life yeah but that's just how it happens sometimes if you kind of don't stick, you know, stick to it or, you know, if you don't really, um, you can just backslide quickly. But I think um, the more you research and the more you look into stuff like this yeah, and look at it from the perspective of like, um, okay, there's a lot more here than, what there, than, than what you knew. I think it'll just continue to prove 
more how much it makes sense. Because listen, I'm, I'm sorry, like I, I know that I have a lot of friends that are very scientific in brain and like yeah. a lot of people that just feel like it's crazy to think that, you know, there's some like omnipresent like being out there that is listening to what you have to say. But what what's so hard to understand about the idea of if science says you can't make something out of nothing, atoms, you know, you know, things like that. Like nothing can't come from nothing, you know. Right. If if science says that, well then that means that something created it. Right. That yeah. that that part I, I think people get hung up on it. And the reason is is they got either hurt in the church. Yes. Um, or people from the church hurt them. Yes. And that's why I argue the way that I argue. I right. want to question. I want you right. to argue me and I want to be wrong. Yeah. I want you to prove Cause me again, wrong. Because again, uh, yeah, not every person in the church is a good person. Nobody, well, or, let me rephrase that. No person is a good person. <laughs> That's just how it is. That's the cookie cutter. I don't care what you say. You ain't good. You're sir. not good. And if you think you are, you're being sinful. Um, so that's that's just what it is. But I think that it just, people get hung up on, yeah, like you said, past traumas and things that, you know, they think that that's just, that's the only way the church thinks. Right. And I think as a whole, um, the church has changed so much through history that it's become unreliable. Right. And that brings me to my last point. This is a long episode today, guys, but I felt like it was needed. Um, and I don't mind if these are an hour, hour and a half. Um, my papa's fussing. Um, I, I like longer episodes. Um, and I feel like this is one that we can talk for a while. Um, and if I need to break it up into two, I'll find a good stopping point and break it. But, I'm going to read you guys a little bit of this um, article that is in the book Beyond Today. You can find this at btmagazine.org. Um, and this is an article by John, I am not reading this last name, uh, <laughs> John L. That's what we're going to call him. Oh, L-A-B-I-S-S-O-N-I-E-R-E. Let me see it real quick. Oh, I, I can't, you know me, I can't look uh, I'm going to say Labissonaire. Sure. Sure. We'll go with John Labissonaire. Yeah. So I'm going to kind of a cherry pick, but it's, it's going to kind of prove my point a little bit. Um, this is just from the, um, second little column of the article and the whole article is called the conspiracy to cancel God. The sub article that I'm going to read to you is part of Christianity under siege. And this is a quote within the article from um, Jeff Lukens from Christianity is Under Siege in America from June 12, 2019. It says, The attack of free exercise of religion now moves beyond prayer at football games and commercial and commercial ceremonies to legal battles over wedding cakes. A relatively small group of atheistic and radical activist organizations have succeeded in banning prayer from schools and Christian symbols from public buildings. At the same time, Christianity is extracted from the common way of life. This is the culture war, plain and simple. The effect is cascading beyond America. Now I'm going to go down just a little bit. Um, and this is from Patrick 
Fagan from Why Religion Matters, The Impact of Religious Practice on Social Stability from January 25th, 1996. This is actually older than me. <laughs> this is, wow. I want to say, a year older than me. This is kind of a long quote, um, but I promise I will get to my point relatively quickly. So the strength of the family unit is intertwined with the practice of religion. Churchgoers are more likely to be married, less likely to be divorced or single, and more likely to manifest high levels of satisfaction in marriage. Church attendance is the most important predictor of marital stability and happiness. Religious belief and practice contributes to sustainability to the formation of personal moral criteria that sound moral judgment. Regular religious practice generally inoculates individuals against a host of social problems, including suicide, drug abuse, out-of-wedlock births, crime, and divorce. The regular practice of religion also encourages such beneficial effects on mental health as, as less depression, more self-esteem, and greater fam family and marital happiness. And this is where the hurt comes from. Right. I... You know, this is a very Christian um, magazine, and I subscribe to it for this reason. I was always taught, growing up Southern Baptist, you know, mental health can be cured by prayer. And that is, uh, it's true, but that's so hurtful. Because mental health is a thing yeah. that is not just something that is created in your brain and that's something that i think christianity takes as a you know kind of a catch-all as it's satan satan's doing this to you it's right. also the chemicals in your brain yeah. um there's actually science that proves that your brain is different with depression than it is and that's just one of them i'm talking about but it's also saying that if you don't go to church your marriage is gonna fail and that you are going to be a drug addict I mean, that's, that's essentially what it's saying. It's like, if you don't go to church, you have no morals, and da-da-da. Right. You, you don't. I do think that my child needs to grow up in church to, to help further his moral understanding. But if his morals are only coming from one hour a week on Sunday mornings, right. then I'm doing something wrong as a parent. Also, pushing people to go into the church is going to do the opposite. Well, I mean, yeah, because they're not having, they're not going before what they, right. you know, for their own purpose. They're, if they're going to save their marriage, yes, God can save your marriage in the church. Absolutely. But... Going to church is not going to save your marriage. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Walking into that building and listening to a sermon is not going to do anything. You have right. to put in the effort to make a conscious decision to then further your relationship with God to help your marriage. Right. You're not going to do that by sitting in a pew just yeah. because you were told to go on Sunday. But this is where it's hurtful. And I feel like the church is still there where they're still very much in that. I mean, this was 1996. Yeah. That was 26 years ago. And we're no closer to accepting mental health and that, you know, people can have a difference of opinion. It is their way or the highway. And yeah. that's that's where it becomes hurtful and why people don't believe in God at all. And they don't want to do the research and they don't want to... It, they come up with the easy arguments. Evolution. And, you know, well, this verse says this and you're arguing this and people cherry pick. And that, that that's why we have those arguments and those contingencies is because they're stuck. Right. They're stuck in this you know, early 90s thought process. They're not, right. you know, I don't know. That's my little tangent. Yeah. 
definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely a lot for sure. And and I know that you guys. Yeah. I get heated. <laughs> yeah, uh, but we definitely kind of covered a lot of ground here in this episode. So, um, yeah, I think I just think just overall, like my my mind just goes to like I said before. If if science says that you know something had to come from something then why is it hard to believe that that something was god why is it why is it so far fetched that that it was created by 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 god right. so i i think you know but i i don't want to get hung up on that i don't want to harp on that but i think just looking at it from that perspective is is just is just important so um but yeah, let us let us know like what you guys think about all this. Um, Argue with me, please. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I I want to know your opinion, and right. like I said, I don't want to be right. I want right. to argue, and I want to argue respectfully because right. I yeah. And again, like I said, and like we said yeah, again, like want to reiterate, we're not saying that people that go to these certain churches that we named yeah, are, just, are. We're not saying everybody that goes to those churches are this way. The only reason I use them is one for the documentary that's out about right, Hillsong, yeah. and two, like right. we live where Elevation is based off yeah. of, so we know people personally, and we've also right. seen the stereotypes. So I, and, it is an and, easy. And people seen the controversies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. so I think the reason why we point those out is because that's the Christianity that most people point mm-hmm. to in the in the. Uh, you know, or Westboro Baptist Church. Right. <laughs> oh, if, they, if you're, if you're taking it from the from the uh, secular world, right? They're gonna pull from places like Elevation and yeah. and Hillsong as the okay. This is Christianity today. Or Westboro. <laughs> yeah, well, Westboro is pretty much considered a terrorist organization. They are so, even within the Christian community. Exactly. Guys, like, so, we don't look um, at them the same. But yeah, so that that is that's why we point out those ones. It's not because we have a vendetta against them. It's just that. That that's what people look towards today, right. and we want you guys to know that that's not what you have to look at because right. there's a lot more below the surface than what's being taught in some of these places like yeah. that. So go deep, argue, yeah. um, and make foundations for your arguments, right? And then argue them with somebody who doesn't believe what you do. Um, again, I'm not trying to convert you to anything. I right. want you to. I want you to do your own research right. because I feel like I don't need to convert you. Right. That's not my job. God will move in your life right. through your research, yeah. and that's not. Hopefully, I lead you to do research, but I don't. I don't want to convert you to however I believe because, like I said, it's ever changing. And because right. Jesus didn't go and seek out only believers. No, he sought out the unbelievers. Exactly. So. I think that's a great place to leave that off. <laughs> so, uh, just uh, you know, be safe, guys. Um, you know, be praying for our nation. I know that since the last us. time we talked, yeah, we had another just horrible Babies. incident. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 just been rough. So um, just please pray. I know that people have been talking about a lot of debates, and we're not going to get into that stuff. No, I no. just I just want you guys to know that we are praying for you guys out there in Texas. If there's anybody listening to this podcast out there just you know please give our love and and support to to anybody in that community that you know um because overall it's it's just it's it's not something that anybody deserves to go through no so um be praying for them and just be praying for our nation because we are really in a in a just a very tough like bottleneck time in our history in terms of a lot of crazy stuff going down so yeah 
Um, you know, we love you guys. We're praying for you guys. And uh, we hope that you guys have a great week and uh, that you are safe. And just uh, have a great week. Bye. See ya. All information presented in last will be cited in the show notes. Editing for last is done by Olivia McDonald. Last is a Sean and Olivia McDonald production.